circadian rhythm disruption found to be common among mental health disorders. Here's a quick excerpt from that article on Neuroscience News. Circadian rhythms play a fundamental role in all biological systems at all scales, from molecules to populations, said senior author Pierre Baldi, UCI Distinguished Professor of Computer Science. Our analysis found that circadian rhythm disruption is a factor that broadly overlaps the entire spectrum of mental health disorders. That's pretty significant to make that statement. Our analysis found that circadian rhythm disruption is a factor that broadly overlaps the entire spectrum of mental health disorders. Let's explore this article from Neuroscience News. The link is here. If you're on call-in, there are a row of links at the top, and you will find them there. I don't know why this show is showing up in where it is right now, but I can edit it at the end. It says it's in Capoguerra Martial Arts, but we're going to change that to Exercising Your Mind. Maybe. Let's see what's in this article from Neuroscience News. That was published on September 2nd, 2022, and are under the category Featured Neuroscience, Open Neuroscience Articles, and Psychology. And while I am here, I'm going to share this room. Yeah, you know, I don't know why it's not Capoeira Martial Arts, but I'm going to tweet it and leave it. And now, let's do this. Summary. Oh, boy. Oh, that um, didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Let's see if we can get that back again. All right, one more time. Circadian rhythm disruption is a psychopathological factor shared by a broad range of mental illnesses. Source, UC Irvine. Anxiety, autism, schizophrenia, and Tourette syndrome each have their own distinguishing characteristics, but one factor bridging these and most other mental disorders is circadian rhythm disruption, according to a team of neuroscience, pharmaceutical sciences, and computer science researchers at the University of Irvine, California. So, we've got a good team of people out here uh, doing this uh, research uh, from UC Irvine. So, now we get to see, what are they up to here? What are they up to? What does this research tell us here? All right. In an article published recent, uh, in an article published recently in the Nature Journal Translational Psychiatry, the scientists hypothesized that CRD is a psychopathology factor shared by a broad range of mental illnesses, and that research into its molecular foundation could be key to unlocking better therapies and treatments. You see, that's always the way that these are going. Every time, every time you read this article, this is always the goal. They always tell you. It's because what they're doing, people, is a foundation. It's molecular, so research into its molecular foundation could be key to unlocking better therapies and treatments. It's a very key phrase that you'll hear a lot in these articles. Continuing. Author Pierre Baldi, UCI Distinguished Professor of Computer Science. All right, so let's see. Uh, wait a minute, there's something blocking. Sorry, folks. See, this is, I'm going to take a shot of the screen right here and just, ugh, this is so fucking bad. Oh, see, one of these ads just pop up. See, I, you, you go here and you, you try to read from Neuroscience News an article and you end up cussing. Why? Because it's such a messy, all this, 
These ads are just covering up my text. What is happening here right now? Oh my goodness. I tried to hit the X on it and open up the ad. You guys are doing a bad job here. I don't know how. <sighs> guys, you see, this is why you should appreciate websites like mine, like hypnoathletics.com, exercisingyourmind.com, hakeemalexander.com, and on and on and on my network sites because we don't have all these ads flooding the sites. I'm also not making any money like these guys probably are from these ads, but hey, it's a trade off you get for peace of mind. I am. <clears throat> Maybe that's what that means. I am. <clears throat> I am. I am. All right. Let's try that again. Let's continue, right? That's all I can do. Circadian rhythms. Circadian rhythms. Play a fundamental role in all biological systems at all scales. From molecules to populations, said senior author Pierre Baldi. UCI Distinguished Professor of Computer Science. Our analysis found that circadian rhythm disruption is a factor that broadly overlaps the entire spectrum of mental health disorders. I mean, okay, I don't, I'm not going to do my analysis right now. Hold on. Lead author Amal Alakhar, a neuroscientist, Alakhar, a neuroscientist and professor of teaching in UCI's Department of Pharmaceutical Sciences noted the challenges of testing the team's hypothesis at the molecular level, but said the researchers found ample evidence of the connection by thoroughly examining peer-reviewed literature on the most prevalent mental health disorders. The telltale sign of circadian rhythm disruption, a problem with sleep, was present in each disorder, Alakar said. While our focus was on widely known conditions including autism, ADHD, and bipolar disorder, we argue that the CRD, psychopathology factor hypothesis, can be generalized to other mental health issues such as obsessive compulsive disorder, anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, food addiction, and Parkinson's disease. See, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I, I closed this ad and then I looked at it because it's something that might be relevant to me, how to broker, how, how to business, loker bro, business loan broker. Oh gosh, okay. See, I've seen this ad before, Credit Suite. Circadian rhythms regulate our body's physiological activity and biological processes during each solar day. Synchronized to a 24-hour light-dark cycle, circadian rhythms influence when we normally need to sleep and when we're awake. They also manage other functions such as hormone production and release, body temperature maintenance, and consolidation of memories. Effective, non-disrupted operation of this natural timekeeping system is necessary for the survival of all living organisms, according to the paper's authors. Circadian rhythms are intrinsically sensitive to light-dark cues, so they can be easily disrupted by light exposure at night, and the level of disruption appears to be sex-dependent and changes with age. One example is a hormonal response to CRD felt by pregnant women. Both the mother and the fetus can experience clinical effects from CRD and chronic stress. An interesting issue that we explored is the interplay of circadian rhythms and mental disorders with sex, said Baldi, director of UCI's Institute for Genomics and Bioinformatics. For instance, Tourette's syndrome is present primarily in males, and Alzheimer's disease is more common in females by a ratio of roughly two-thirds to one-third. Age also is an important factor. According to scientists, as CRD can affect neurodevelopment in early life in addition to leading to onset of aging-related mental disorders among the elderly. Okay, age is also an important factor, according to scientists, as CRD can affect neurodevelopment in early life in addition to leading to the onset of aging-related mental disorders among the elderly. 
Bali said, an important unresolved issue centers on the causal relationships between CRD and mental health disorders. Is CRD a key player in the origin and onset of these maladies or a self-reinforcing symptom in the progression of disease? That is the one right there. I'm calling it right now that CRD is a self-reinforcing symptom in the progression of disease. What else they're trying to do here is, I'm going to say inappropriate, because I know where these things go to, but I'm reading this anyway, because I have to practice my voice and reading. And there are reasons for this. To answer this and other questions, the UCI-led team suggests an examination of CRD at the molecular level using transcriptomic gene expression and metabolomic technologies in mouse models. This will be a high throughput process with researchers acquiring samples from healthy and disease subjects every few hours along the circadian cycle, Baldi said. Be a high throughput process with researchers acquiring samples from healthy and disease subjects every few hours along the circadian cycle, Baldi said. This approach can be applied with limitations in humans, since only serum samples can really be used, but it could be applied on large scale in animal models, particularly mice, by sampling tissues from different brain areas and different organs in addition to serum. These are extensive, painstaking experiments, especially to the mice that could benefit from having a consortium of laboratories. Hey, I'll be part of that consortium of laboratories. He added that if the experiments were conducted in a systematic way with respect to age, sex, and brain areas to investigate circadian molecular rhythmicity before... I've never seen that word. Forgive me. I'm going to start at the beginning of the sentence to read rhythmicity into the sentence. Wow, I have a new word as a musician, rhythmicity. He added that if the experiments were conducted in a systematic way with respect to age, sex, and brain areas to investigate circadian molecular rhythmicity before and during disease progression, it would help the mental health research community identify potential biomarkers, causal relationships, and novel therapeutic targets and avenues. This project involves scientists from UCI's Department of Pharmaceutical Sciences, Center for the Neurobiology of Learning and Memory, Department of Computer Science, Department of Neurobiology and Behavior, and Institute for Genomics and Bioinformatics, as well as UCLA's Oppenheimer Center for Neurobiology of Stress and Resilience and Goodman Luskin Microbiome Center. Funding the National Institutes of Health provided financial support. About this mental health research news, author Brian Bell. Source, UC Irvine. Contact, Brian Bell, UC Irvine. Image, the image is in the public domain. Original research, open access, the hidden link between circadian entropy and mental health disorders by Pierre Baldi and others. Translational psychiatry. All right, so I need to, I'm going to grab that link of where that nature article is, and I'm going to place it into the link bed for this specific call-in presentation so that you have that link there. I have just saved it. And so in case you are wanting to reference those links later on, you can. Sarah, I see you there. Darling, and I just uh, invited you to speak, or you can just listen. So I have there uh, several links, the one directly to the article, Circadian Rhythm Disruption Found to be Common Among Mental Health Disorders, uh, and also article from my website, Hypnoathletics, uh, Possible Geophysical, and so on and so forth about astrology. It has 
information about circadian rhythms is mentioned in that research. Also, another article, it's simple, better sleep equals better mental health from my website. And then I put the hidden link between circadian rhythms and so on and so forth from the original research on nature.com article. It's the hidden link between circadian entropy and mental health disorders. Uh, I saw, um, anyway, uh, let's see here. Let's go on. So there's an abstract to continue this article. Abstract, the hidden link between circadian entropy and mental health disorders. The high overlapping nature of various features across multiple mental health disorders suggests the existence of common path, uh, excuse me, of common psychopathology factors, P factors, that mediate similar phenotypic presentations across distinct but relatable disorders. In this perspective, we argue that circadian rhythm disruption, CRD, is a common underlying P factor that bridges across mental health disorders with their age and sex contexts. With their age and sex context. Fascinating. All right, once again, I'm going to take a pause. I didn't realize there was this much there. Um, but I am going to uh, to post this particular one on Facebook. So that's, well, this particular room I'll post on Facebook. I've already posted on Twitter and somewhere else that I don't recall exactly where, but I'm putting this on Facebook uh, simply because it is. And yes, Sarah, I see you sent me a, a message listening, be calling now, right? All right, so I put that there. It's on, and I, I guess I'll leave it here in the Capageta because one of the things about Capageta is it's, I teach self-defense. And one of the things that we must defend ourselves against is ill health. And one of the ways to defend against ill health, of course, is preventative measures, such as getting better sleep. And this article is going to teach us a little bit more about that. The hidden link between circadian entropy and mental health disorders is now being posted at 1249 a.m. on my Facebook page. Uh, Christopher Gravalo mentioned me in a comment. What, what comment? Um, I better get out of here, um, off of Facebook before I stop reading this article here. All right. So here we go. The high overlapping nature of various features across multiple mental health disorders suggests the existence of common psychopathology factors, P factors, that mediate similar phenotypic presentations across distinct but relatable disorders. In this perspective, we argue that circadian rhythm disruption, CRD, is a common underlying p-factor that bridges across mental health disorders with their age and sex contexts, within their age and sex contexts. We present and analyze evidence from the literature for the critical roles circadian rhythmicity plays in regulating mental, emotional, and behavioral functions throughout the lifespan. A review of the literature shows that coarse CRD, such as sleep disruption, is prevalent in all mental health disorders at the level of etiological and pathophysiological mechanisms and clinical phenotypical manifestations. Finally, we discussed the subtle interplay of CRD, of CRD with sex in relation to these disorders across different stages of life. Our perspective highlights the need to shift investigations toward molecular levels. For instance, by using spatiotemporal circadian omic studies in animal models to identify the complex and causal relationships between CRD and mental health disorders. And I believe that's the end of the abstract. Remember, abstracts are just uh, brief introductions to an overview of what the research is. And I'm going to read what's about neuroscience news. Well, they're asking, 
uh, neuroscience news, post-science research news from labs, universities, hospitals, and news departments around the world. Science articles can cover neuroscience, psychology, AI, robotics, neurology, brain cancer, mental health, machine learning, autism, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, brain research, depression, and other topics related to cognitive science. That is my brief presentation here to Neuroscience News. Or, yes, a Neuroscience News article called Circadian Rhythm Disruption Found to be Common Among Mental Health Disorders. Mental health disorders, you see. Hey, Bidet, how you doing? Uh, you know what? How do you pronounce your name, brother? Um, can I uh, invite you? Can you call real quick for a second? I really would like to know how to pronounce your name. Um, is it Bide? Bede? Bida? Bidet? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I would really like to know. Biddy? Yeah. You know, all right, so <laughs> hey, Sarah. So I've been up here for 22 minutes, uh, and I just read through this article about um, basically the hidden link between circadian rhythm or circadian entropy and mental health disorders is really what we're talking about circadian entropy and that is uh you know entropy is the breakdown of something so uh, uh mr uh uh Bidester, are you uh you want to call or you want to hear me talk about some other well you know let's hear the female voice in here before we get done here sarah how's it going thank you for joining me once again as usual uh, you are always a a darling uh, Sarah is is our uh, lead researcher right now in our department of uh, literature, our literature department at the World Reading Club. She is our resident Edgar Allan Poe expert. Um, she will be the first recipient of the Edgar Allan Poe uh, Literary Expert Certification uh, from uh, my organization, Uniquilibrium LLC, or just Uniquilibrium. Uh, it's open to everyone. It's an educational certification that simply works through reading, like I just read this article today. Uh, there will be some scholarships, meaning they'll be free, basically, for uh, the first, I think, I'm going to start with, with three. The first three certifications and then I'll move it up to six once I get three and then I'll open it up to nine but I have to get three first or there will never be six and if I don't get six then there will never be nine and they're free right um, and there will be several of them uh, I did a presentation on that before of course a call came in and I took it because the person seemed that they needed help and the subject was my uh, private therapy sessions here on Colin holding private spaces for people doing what is it that I do, you ask, exactly as a therapist who has certifications in clinical hypnosis, metaphysical sciences, and English language and linguistics, and put that to use in my practice as well being a personal fitness trainer and all that. And all that, or all that stuff that I just said was for me to stall so that I could remember the name of my own organization, or at least that one particular thing that I had just released today. And it still escapes me. So I failed because I do so much, right? This is like the 10th thing I did today and I named something, but it's really easy. Actually, it's clinical uh, metaphysics therapy, clinical metaphysics therapy, because um, I'm holding those private spaces and that's it. It's clinical. Sarah. Sarah. How you doing? Oh, fine. How are you? <laughs> Good. Are you ever going to go to sleep? Your circadian rhythms are probably pretty messed up. Um, you're not sleeping that much. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a thing that I, I got used to. <laughs> well, I don't think that it's something you should get used to, but 
you know, it happens sometimes. So, I mean, there's yeah. that. There's that. Um, other than that, how do you feel? I'm... 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 <laughs> you said what? I said, yeah, that says it all. Oh. Like, I'm... I'm... Yeah, really. I didn't, I didn't, I know, I didn't know how to, how to describe the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, so right now you, how long have you been awake? Well, through, uh, what's today? Sunday. So since Thursday. And why hath you not get him? Why have you not uh, slept? I just can't sleep. I don't. And then when I don't, when I can't sleep, I just, I get bored and I do something else. I just is do something. Anything, is there any way that I can help? Mm, I don't, I don't know yet. Okay. I'm just, I don't know. I think it's just a lot, a lot of stuff on mind. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, I totally get that. And um, I empathize with you because losing sleep is um, it's pretty difficult. So I get that. I get that. Um, what are you doing to uh, to what are you doing to help with your um, sleep issues, or do you just have to kind of run it out? Like, how do you, how do you, um, you know, get over well, that? I used to, I used to uh, take medicine to go to sleep, and then I just stopped yeah. taking it beginning because I keep forgetting to go grab some more or go grab now, okay, my. So, did you stop okay. taking it because you ran out? Is that why yeah. you stopped taking? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't recommend pharmaceuticals for sleep that much. Uh, I mean, you could do the, the, the thing is, is that you could probably be better off like doing almost any, like drinking teas, like valerian and chamomile, although for some reasons it doesn't help. Although I did knock a psychotic woman unconscious with a concoction, a mix of, uh, of melatonin tablets. Um, a half of a banana and a cup of chamomile tea with a little bit of valerian. It was a remedy that I learned from, I forget who, um, but she was having a real big bad issue and couldn't sleep. And she was up for a little while. And I gave that to her because for some reason, the combination with the banana, whatever's in the, in the, the phytonutrients in the banana combined with melatonin and the chamomile, for some reason, those things worked as good for a little while as other types of, um, you know, tranquilizers. Hey, Angie, AKA Crystal, how you doing? Um, give me a thumbs up or something if you wanted to come up and join us in the, the speakers here. All right. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I got, I got the chamomile, I got the chamomile part. I just don't have everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking about here, uh, well, actually not talking about, but just discussing. Yes, I guess that's I'm such a retard sometimes um, when I get tired too. my circadian rhythms are out of focus. Um, we're discussing an article and just talking about in general circadian rhythm disruption. It's found to be common amongst mental health disorders. So all that really means is that a mechanism that controls your sleep awake cycles is disrupted. And, and that is found in people with different mental health disorders. Um, they're saying in the entire spectrum of mental health disorders, they're saying our analysis found that circadian rhythm disruption is a factor that broadly overlaps the entire spectrum of mental health disorders. That's what they said. And I, and I read it kind of like that too. So, um, because I like practicing uh, that reading voice. Hey, pretty, pretty black cat, pretty stooped. Um, that is a, a wonderful avatar you've got there. Um, so what happened to Angie? Um, all right. So 
anybody pretty stooped uh um beadster um and angie if you guys have any questions you can text them to me or you can come up and call otherwise i'm going to continue on my monologue and discussion and or discussion with the wonderful sarah del valle here um and uh so I've done a lot of research into this. As you can see in my um, in the links that I provided, uh, there's a, there are a few articles directly from my website, hypnoathletics.com, and that's only one of my website. Uh, one of the two of the articles that I link to are wait a minute, yeah, one of them I wrote, but it's really dealing with astrology and and um, how I feel like the geophysical. Uh, situation that the earth is in actually you know perihelion and aphelion uh, solstice and equinoxes the distance of the sun and the angles of the earth i feel like those may have a big part to do with why people have different feature uh, different qualities or characteristics that go along with their personalities that so-called come from um you know these these astrological signs um, but there's a science called chronobiology um, that deals with, you know, the the changes in environmental light and darkness, biological clocks and circadian rhythms. And all of that's covered in the science of chronobiology. And so basically, if I could sum it up, I basically linked chronobiology to astrology and certain things like what really stuck out to me was circadian rhythms are regulated by light and dark and so um and since we have something since our bodies uh work in conjunction with these things and scientists have decided to cleverly call it chronobiology right um then w i found that there's a direct link between for example uh there's seasonal affective disorder right so um and so a person who's born in a sunny environment and happens to move to a less sunny environment or for example an environment that has seasons um, or even a simpler case could be this a child born in the summer in new york will then have issues with seasonal affective disorder meaning they'll really be sad and depressed and have all kinds of other issues because they do not have as much sunlight as they did when they were born or even when they were in the womb so that can also be a factor as well according to my hypothesis um, it's a pretty sound hypothesis, even if when you read the paper that that is uh, mainly focusing on a divination tool that could be called, um, you know, supernatural, metaphysical, paranormal, uh, basically uji buji, airy fairy stuff. Um, but surrounding that, because there definitely has to. I mean, anyway, I cover everything from the fact that it's it could be different from people north or south of the equator, depending on where you are on the Earth. Those signs don't affect people the same times of year because, at one time of year when it's winter in one locale, one region, it's summer in another. And so, some people. So there are different reasons why these astrology signs uh, work that way. Also, something that I came across the other day, which is quite fascinating, and also points to something that I could be correct about is that I learned and see, because I do not study astrology very much, but I learned that some, uh, there was a teacher on another app that I'm a so-called top mentor on called wisdom, um, who was speaking. She was an astrologer and she said, now I'm basing my readings off of the Western tropical system. And I was like, Western tropical. I was like, tropical, now I know there's the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, and those are north and south of the equator, and they run along the same thing, like the, the celestial equator and the ecliptic and all that stuff as the sun and the earth fly through the, the Milky Way galaxy. But I, But when she said that, it just stuck out to me because that's very important, that this astrology it what would seem, and I didn't bother to look into it after that, but it just clicked with me intuitively. Now, see here, I am talking about metaphysics again. It clicked with me intuitively that that's what she was referring to, and that and that I'm also again correct in my hypothesis that seasons and when a person is born and where they are in general and in large part have a lot to do with um, people's uh, personalities and things like that. 
um, when it comes to their biology science. Anyway, that's not what this is about. I but I do like talking about the work that I do, and that pub that paper um, was is also on ResearchGate. I should have put that article here. It makes me look more like a serious scientist when I post things from ResearchGate on there. Um, that link, uh, <laughs> and you know, it's all about perception. Right, Allison? It's all about perception. Hey, Vlad, welcome. Um, welcome. So, Allison, uh, I hope that you are getting enough sleep. Maybe not right now. Um, oh, look at that. She says, oh, yeah, that's right. She, she was there. That's who I heard earlier. It was Allison who was live at an event the other day, um, and she was striking for mental health workers. Um, I forget. I think I was talking to, was I talking to Derek? talking to someone and she popped on there and um yeah she there's I, i'm looking at her count now live striking for mental health i'll be joining the striking mental health workers right kaiser permanent kaiser therapist yeah i did see that the other day um so bravo kudos to you for for going out there and doing that um it was you know really a a, a cool uh, uh experience of the good old person on the street there where you were out in the field, um, checking out the protest. Um, I've been dealing with stuff like this for years in the, just people with people I love and, and I care about, um, being involved in the mental health system. And I did read this article through in its entirety and I didn't make fun of anything in it, even though it's from a mainstream publication. Um, and I can really read through all the BS that's in there. I mean, they're basically, so a lot of these articles that I read, so now here's the critical part of the, the article from the perspective of a hypnoanalyst and someone who studies mind control and um, went to a school that has uh, implemented mind control strategies and consulted to organizations that use these mind control strategies um, in, in sales and advertising and other ways to influence people. Now, I'm in no way saying that the organization, the school that I went to is evil. It's just that it's like, what do you do, right? It's like, um, any any contractor, you know, who has a skill set, and if the United States government is not paying attention to you, and somebody else offers you money, they're like, "Here, we're we're bidding for your services." And I'm not saying to commit treason that that, that could put you to death. You know, I could even be in, in trouble for even talking about such things in certain places, right? But what I mean is, just making a point that uh, this. The, the person who founded the school that I went to, which is known as the Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Tarzana, California, named George J. Kappas, uh, is a professional hypnotist who has many, many accolades and, uh, and accomplishments under his belt. You know, one of them being the fact that his definition of hypnosis and hypnotherapy uh, is um, uh, in the dictionary of op the United States Dictionary of Occupational Titles, so his definition of that is in the United States Dictionary of Occupational Titles. Uh, they formed the first hypno hypnotist union, the American Hypnotist Union, which certifies hypnotists in the United States, separate from the school, the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, which is the first nationally accredited college of hypnosis. As I said, anyway, I'll, I don't want to get into all that too stuff. Just you can look at them up at hypnosis.edu. Um, they're, uh, recognized by the department of education and all that, but they, uh, the, but the founder of that school, c c uh, consulted with the founders and the leaders of Amway, um, and several other organizations that are not popping into my head right now. But, um, if you've ever had a person in network marketing, come up to you and say, Hey, you look like a sharp woman, or you look like a smart guy or any one of those lines. Are you looking to make? some extra side income, or you look like a sharp guy, or you look like a sharp or smart lady, are you looking to make some extra income, something like that, that kind of thing right there, that little thing that works on so many people when caught off guard, when somebody approaches you like that. Now, mind you, this was back in like the 70s and everything, whenever Amway started, that worked on people a lot more then. Um, but uh, they... Um, you know, but it, it's and it still works to this very day. People still use it. Um, tired Allison, Amanda. What is that? What am I doing? Oh, that was Amanda. I was just helping with the calling. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I see that. Amanda spoke about this subject regarding mental health workers protest via union strike. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, my sleep has been absolutely fucked these last weeks, says Allison. Yep. Uh, and uh, uh, Sarah, yep, she, uh, I know, because I've been right there with her. So I get you guys. It's It sucks. Um, I do have what I would like to offer um, as a, um, a clinical hypnotist and someone who's been providing services to help people sleep for a long time. I'm going to put a link to a free um, binaural beat tone that I have here. Um, I, I've been... Uh, it's been an exclusive hidden one that I've had for a long time, but I'll give, I'll put that link here. Um, it's, and the link will take you to a page that has a direct download link. So you don't have to deal with any of the commercials and advertisements that are on my other streams on that same platform. Um, and there are a bunch of them there. So I'm going to, I'm going to grab that right now. So just be patient. It's going to be really quick. I can get it. Um, and I think here in the room, cause I want you guys to have that cause it's actually, it's it's really effective. Um, you use use headphones for it, um, and uh, it, which is best. I mean, you can use a really good speaker system that has, um, for example, uh, you know, good that has a, a good frequency response, meaning that it has a good wide range of, of varying frequencies. Um, and I have several of them. Let me let me ask you guys. Uh, just because based on the names of something, sometimes people, you, you know, you might be timid of, of, of using them. I know that you, you guys in, in the room here currently with me, just from the little I know of you, you wouldn't be. But just to make sure, there's two of them that I have for free um, and I, uh, that I have available. I'm just looking for right now. I have a lot more than that. But one is called um, 88 Ghost Meditation Astral Projection Relaxation hallucinations, deep sleep, and lucid dreaming. I know that sounds kind of crazy, so if a person were to see that, you guys might not be. Let me look at the description I put in there just to make sure it isn't crazy. I don't want to scare people, but I am a metaphysical scientist. Uh, yeah, it's fine. You know what? I'm going to put both of them here. I'm going to give you guys both the links, and you can choose which one you want. Like, What am I even thinking? I'm sitting here trying to make a decision about this when I control this information. I can put it wherever I want, so why not just give you guys the whole kit and caboodle? since you've spent this time here listening with, to me for a few moments. So first one is called 88 Ghosts. Um, and I'm going to put that link in here so you guys can uh, have access to that. And like I said, you just download it, put on some headphones, or if you have a good speaker stereo system, um, it will um, play through that really well. Although it's optimized for a stereo because I have ocean waves and other... Um, relaxing sounds in a 3D soundscape. I call them frequency formulas. Um, they're based on um, hemisync, which is known as hemis or, or short for hemispheric synchronization, which was uh, highly uh, popularized, um, if you could even say that, for such a thing, back in the 60s, I believe, uh, with a gentleman um, named Robert Monroe, who used to who claimed that he started spontaneously having. Uh, astral projections or out-of-body experiences and then he continued to um, to play out uh, this scenario and then created a sound-based technology because of it. Welcome Matthew um, and so Robert Monroe based a, created a sound-based technology off of it. There's now where I, I'm in the state of Virginia right now I'm in Virginia Beach and I'm very close to the Monroe Institute, which I believe is in Richmond or Arlington. I'm not sure. And I also have the, the pleasure of um, having ridden my bicycle by several times the um, Edgar Casey um, organization here, which I never stopped by. But other, Edgar Casey was known as the sleeping prophet, and he healed many people supposedly with medical intuition. Um, and, but I haven't been there yet, so I don't know anything about that. Um, so uh, anyway, so I put uh, for Allison and uh, Sarah and anybody else who might be having sleep issues, I put the, the links to the two binaural beat tones here, and they're showing up. So 88 Ghost is there. And Hana no Seishin. Hana no Seishin is Japanese for flower spirit. And if you uh, look into that pot, excuse me, if you look into that specific podcast called Demiphase, which is my brand of what Robert Monroe was making. Robert Monroe of the Monroe Institute, who first started creating these binaural beats, or the first person that I heard about them from, uh, 
he his brand is called Hemisync, which is short for hemispheric synchronization. And my brand is called Demiphase, which is demi-cerebral neurophasing. I just did that on purpose um, to sound all fancy. And uh, oh, you have a good night, Beatster. Uh, thank you very much. Um, and I hope you enjoy the tones. And you have a good night. Um, if you use them, in, or if anybody else could use them, please pass them on. They're free, and uh, um, I really know that they're going to be useful for a lot of people because some people, uh, I've had a lot of uh, feedback because I've been making them for a few years now, and I've had a lot of great feedback from them. Um, and so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy those. Um, and what else am I going to uh, let you guys know? Well, that's it. Um, I was told in a message just now that uh, my voice is wonderful to listen to, so um, I appreciate that because, uh, um, you know, I was, I've was i always had a, a difficult time speaking. As I was growing up, I used to stutter a lot and, um, and mumble, and I still have a lot of difficulty with that. Um, and I'm actually over, I'm actually hyper vigilant about it. And so I do, I, I tend to do a pretty good job of speaking most of the time, especially if I slow down. Um, and don't get too excited. So anyway, you guys are here. Uh, Vlad, Sarah, um, Hey Pretty is still here. And Allison, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, I, I can provide. Well, bye-bye, uh, uh, Pretty. Um, and yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, Pretty Stooped said goodnight and left. That's all good. Um, I was going to say, uh, Vlad... Um, Oh, Pretty's back. I was going to say Vlad um, and Sarah, because we've been kind of ganging up in some rooms. Um, if you guys want to uh, find another room or not, uh, or Sarah, I don't know if you um, wanted to chat for a little bit too. But um, as I finish this out, I'll just share something with you guys, kind of dorky and and pragmatic. But one of the reasons why I find it really interesting to hold uh, any kind of shows or talks here on Colin um, even though um, it might not seem like, and this is also encouragement for people who are trying to put out messages and think that, oh, well, not a lot of people are listening and no one's showing up in my, showing up in my room. Um, you can, there's a, re, there's a way to repurpose all of the content if you're just a little bit, uh, you know, ambitious and you really want to get your message out. You know, you create these things just like this with these titles and, and references. And then you, one, one person at a time, you send them a link. Or you put it on your social media or you send it as a private message to somebody who might say something or who you feel might need to hear the message. And believe it or not, people listen. A lot of people are creepers, too. They'll listen to something and then one day in a conversation, they'll say something to you and your eyes will be really wide because you think that you're being stalked. And then you'll remember, oh, I published that shit. So, um, you know, people do pay attention and don't be discouraged. I, I know I'm just saying that right now to some of you who are prettiest, like Allison is awesome. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, it's just, you know, just something that I say because I've been, I've been showing some people this for a long time and everybody gets discouraged sometimes because I don't, you know, so many people are so concerned with what are known as vanity metrics. They're so concerned with who's listening and how many listens and how many likes did I get? And, um, I found that that's all BS. Oh, and by the way, um, speaking of that and, and BS, I'm going to do a class or do a little thing because I found a way totally legit and completely easy and, and free to um, be able to earn money to promote your own uh, agendas, whatever that may be. Um, and it's through the same system through Spreaker that I'm using where I posted those um, links for you guys to have those binaural beats. Um, and in a nutshell, they let you monetize pretty much anything. And so you could get on there for, for their free account only allows you up to 15 minutes of talk time, which is a pretty significant amount of time. And, um, and then basically you can make a recording and say, Hey, I'm doing this over on, on a call in or whatever. And, um, I want you guys to come over there or I'm having this thing that I'm doing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you just make a recording and you put the recording on Spreaker, you, you activate your monetization, and then you put links to where you really want people to go. 
And believe it or not, people will listen to those advertisements. They'll listen to what you're talking about, promoting whatever else you're doing, and you get paid for it. And so, and, and I already have like 150,000 downloads now, and I've been paid, I don't know how much money from it, but it's not a lot, but it's helped to cover the cost of certain, you know, things that I'm doing to operate. So that's it. I just wanted to share that. Um, anyway, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me for a little bit. Um, and there are also a lot of other reasons why uh, I post these things and read these things here, um, which you will find out if you continue hanging out with me. Um, but who wants to start a room and who wants to hang out? Um, I'm going to close this one uh, right now, and I will uh, be looking out for that. Sarah, what's up? You hard, hardly said anything. You oh, Chit chat so long. I was, you, I was letting you do your thing. All right, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I can um start a room if you want. Yeah, so uh, let's do that. And um, what are you gonna name the room? Do you know? No, I do not. I haven't thought about it just yet. I was just you know thinking about the the. the... Yes, pretty stooped. The room is in Colin. So all you're going to have to do is um, just wait until you see Sarah open up a room, whatever she's going to call it, and then you can go over there. Um, oh, yeah, Vlad, Vlad said your voice, Hakeem, is all right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm trying to do that stuff. Um, yeah, and you can join us and hang out in a room. This one I was making for a specific purpose, and the purpose has now been satisfied. So you can come over and join the lovely Sarah and I in another room. And I think Vlad may show up there and hang out if, uh, if he's still hanging around. Um, so we're going to do that and, uh, yeah. And feel free. You can come up and join us and speak if you want, or call in or just hang out as a listener. Um, and we got a lot of really cool things going on here. So you'll see that pretty. So if you see Sarah just disappeared, she's going to go start a room right now. And we're going to follow her over there. Um, and another place, to, another space that we use, uh, pretty, is um, an app called Wisdom. Hey, Vlad, uh, Sarah is going to start a room right now, so she's going to go over there. So you will find her as soon as she starts it. And I'm going to put a link to that pretty in this chat, which will be published in just a few minutes um, for the Wisdom app. And we just give talks there. Um, and all the talks are just one-on-one -on -one talks um, between, and it looks like Sarah has started her show. Um, yep, Sarah Del Valle invited you to a room. So Sarah's in a room. So pretty, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find, uh, I'm going to, from Sarah's room, if you don't find it yourself, I will, actually here's, no, I can't do that. So I put the, um, the link to, uh, my uh, top mentor profile on wisdom. So you can uh, join over there and, and take a look at all the wonderful stuff that's going there. But right now we're going to go over to Sarah's room. All right, Vlad and pretty, pretty. I'm going to find you and send you a link if you, if I don't see you in the room in a few minutes. Oh, you got her. Good. Awesome. All right, pretty. I'll see you guys later. Take care.